What is up everybody? My name is Emily Jane Saroff, but you can call me Em. I am obsessed with all things spirituality, business, and personal growth. I started the Empower With Em podcast at 21 years old, whilst I was studying my Masters of Architecture at uni. It is fair to say that this podcast catapulted my life in a direction I never imagined possible. Soon after starting this podcast, I dropped out of my degree, quit my nine to five and started my own business and in just eight months of starting, became a six-figure CEO. Inside of this podcast, I share insights into the realities of being a 20-something-year-old CEO along with actionable tips to help you unlock your true potential and create a soul-aligned and impactful life and business. So pull up a seat, put on your headset, and get ready to get empowered. Welcome to this solo episode of the Empower With M podcast, guys. This one, we are gonna go deep. We might get a little bit emotional, who knows? Only time will tell as we move through what I wanna share with you guys today. So the topic of this episode is all about embracing new beginnings, breaking away from your current comfort zone, and giving yourself permission to dream big. So if any of those uh, resonate with you, then please make sure that you sit tight and you listen up because I'm really going to be sharing with you a lot of my own experiences that I'm moving through right now in relation to each of these things. Now, there will always be moments in life where we find ourselves settling into our comfort zone. And that comfort zone might look like staying at a job that you know that you do not like and you do not want to be in. It could be as simple as plateauing with your weight training at the gym. It might be that you're avoiding opening up yourself to experience a relationship because it's something that you're not ultimately used to. Or in my case, it could be that you've allowed yourself to become settled into a new relationship that deep down you know you aren't ready for. Now, the past four months for me have been a roller coaster. You see, in the middle of December 2022, I had stepped out of a very toxic relationship that was really destroying me emotionally, mentally, and physically. And the same week that I stepped out of that relationship, I unknowingly at the time stepped into a brand new one. And what started as a friends with benefits situation where neither of us were looking for or ready for a relationship, it then really quickly evolved into exactly that, a commitment that neither of us were looking for or ready for. And let me just say that despite the rate at which our relationship evolved and then ended, it was a beautiful four months and honestly, I will treasure that time that we shared for the rest of my life. Now, I don't think that this person that I'm talking about in particular today will be listening to this episode, but if for some reason he has found my podcast and decided to start listening to it and he's stumbling across this now and listening to it here, then I'm going to say that I am so incredibly grateful for the four months that I got to spend with him because those four months saved me in so many ways. Now, the short but incredible relationship we had, it taught me that I can feel safe with men again. 
that I can put my trust in men again and it won't be misused. That I am worthy of love and loyalty. That I am good enough just as I am. That I can communicate my needs and they can be received with compassion and understanding. And that I have been shown a whole new standard for how I deserve to be treated within a relationship. And that is just to name a few things, right? The reality is whilst I was not ready for the relationship that developed, the relationship was in fact exactly what I needed. And I truly believe that this person came into my life when he did to help guide me out of the hell that I was previously trapped in and to ultimately help me heal and find my footing again. And whilst I've expressed to him how big of an impact he has had on my life across the past four months, I honestly don't think he will ever truly be able to understand just how big of an impact that was. And the reason I share this with you to open up this episode is because in the last few days, our relationship did come to an end. And whilst it felt like it was a very sudden end, I trust that it was divinely timed. Now, I've been sitting in my feelings the past few days to process what has sort of been coming up for me through this breakup. And whilst there's a wide range of emotions, the most obvious feeling that has been coming up for me is fear. And to be more specific, it's the fear of being on my own. And that's because I really have never truly been on my own in life, right? Growing up, I was always supported by my parents. You know, stepping out of high school, I dove into my first relationship. Then following that relationship ending, there was never more than six months at a time. And often it would actually be a lot shorter. It would probably be about like two to three months at a time before I had jumped into the next relationship. And that went on for the next four relationships that followed. Now, when I moved out of home in relationship number four, I moved in with my partner at the time. So even in that first traditional step of independence, I was still supported. And then when I moved out of that relationship, I moved back home and also immediately, like literally immediately, guys, I moved out of the house that I was living in with my previous ex, relationship number four ex, and By the end of my first week living at home, I was already seeing relationship number five, the most recent. And so naturally that had me really straying away from the first real opportunity of independence I had been faced with in a long time because relationship number four was uh, probably the longest term relationship I had been in or one of the most serious relationships I had been in. And so Instead of fully embracing, you know, the independence of breaking up and just being single and dating myself, I gravitated towards a new relationship, which I do not have any regrets around and I would not change at all because I truly believe that I needed that relationship that I stepped into, um, stepping into this year. And I can honestly now see that relationship number five had to happen when it did because deep down I was not ready to be on my own after stepping out of what I went through last year 
And what relationship number five has given me was the opportunity to build towards that independence that I ultimately want to be gaining. And so this breakup, it feels so bittersweet and it feels so bittersweet writing this because I was able to find someone to love and to develop a connection with that came to an end out of our love for each other, right? We were both able to see and feel that neither of us were ultimately ready to commit to what we had just committed ourselves into. And because of this, he was able to find the strength to set us both free and end things. Now, I kind of hope he isn't listening to this episode because this all sounds very corny and I don't know. It just sounds very corny, but it is what it is, right? I got to say it how it is. But I wanted to share this with you as the transition into the deeper conversation I want to have today about how I am stepping outside of the comfort zone that I created within him and am allowing myself to have permission once more to start to dream big. Now, before getting into relationship number five, I had set a clear intention to travel to Canada this year. I set the goal for like June, July sort of timing. But the deeper I stepped into this relationship, the further I actually found myself really drifting from that goal. And um, early on this year, you know, one of my best friends had said, hey, I want to come to Canada with you. Let's do this big trip together. And then she got herself into a relationship, which um, and, and found a really incredible job for herself as well here in the industry she wants to be working into, which then ultimately changed those plans that she had. And um, I think that was a opportunity there in itself for me to step into independence by leaning further into this travel experience. But again, I allowed that to be something that drove me away from it. Now, I also began to really resent the goal I had set, you know, to go to Canada June, July, because I didn't know what it would mean for our relationship. And I started to feel really stressed about the idea of going to Canada and really guilty as well. And ultimately, I started to mentally tap out of it. I avoided planning anything for the trip and I most certainly have not yet bought myself a plane ticket. And why is that? It's because I allowed myself to become so settled within the comfort of what I had that I began to put my goals aside to see how I could instead make myself fit into his vision rather than my own. And the beautiful thing about this person is that he could see exactly what was happening. He could see clearer than me what was happening. And above all, he had the strength to actually admit it and take action on it. See, I was avoiding the truth and I was also avoiding my desires in doing so. So now that things have ended and I've been forced into facing myself once more, I have no other choice but to address what is coming up for me in order to move through this breakup, you know, and there's always a lot of emotions that do come up with breakups. And what I've really learned helps is like creating that space to actually journal and develop the awareness around what exactly are those feelings specifically? Yes, there's sadness. Yes, there's heartbreak. But what is it below the surface that is the deeper feeling that is coming up for you? And what has been coming up for me is the fear of being alone. I've never been on my own, so I don't truly know who I am when all external influences, such as boyfriends, are removed from the picture. I don't know what my deepest desires are, 
or maybe I do know what my deepest desires are, but I don't allow myself to fully trust my judgment. And that is really scary. So the first thing that I'm giving myself permission to do now that I have been given the space to focus on myself is to dream big. Now I remember dreaming so big about my world travels back in November, December of 2022. But the deeper I fell within my comfort zone, the more and more those travel dreams would begin to shrink. And today is the very first day that I have actually allowed myself the space to dream big once more. So I had a phone call today with one of my best friends who actually lives in Canada and her name is Montana. She's been on the podcast a bunch of times and we've never actually met in real life. We've been internet besties for about four years now, supporting each other's journeys online and literally like having weekly or bi-weekly calls with each other. Um just to help each other with our growth and our goals, right? And so my initial plans to go to Canada were really inspired by the opportunity to finally meet her. And we were like, you know, intending on spending a lot of quality time together and having a lot of experiences together while I was overseas. And so on our call, we really started to dream big again. And together we set a goal for her to be finding a place in Calgary. Currently she lives in Vancouver, but she wants to move. So she's going to be moving to Calgary. And we've set the goal that she's going to move into a two-bedroom, two-bathroom apartment or place by June 1st. And I am going to fly over and stay with her indefinitely. So June 1st, she's going to be moving in to our place. I'm going to be flying over to our place and I'm going to be staying in Canada indefinitely. Indefinitely, right? Do you know how scary but exciting that sounds to me? Like I am giving myself permission to remove any constraints from this experience and to go overseas without knowing if or when I'll come back to Australia. And I'll be honest with you, today was the very first time that I felt within my heart that I'm not coming back anytime soon. (laughs) Right? Now, this is really exciting, really exciting journey I'm about to embark on. But you can probably tell by the pause that it also scares the shit out of me. This is so beyond any comfort zone that I've ever known for myself. So in order for me to actually begin to stretch my comfort zone, I'm consciously doing things to build my connection and my trust with myself. So on the weekend, step one for me was going on my first ever solo hike. So me and relationship number five, we had planned to go on a hike together to Springbrook, somewhere that I'd never been before. I don't do much hikes at all. Um, But we had planned to go and do that as a bit of a date together. And obviously, our relationship status changed before then. And so I was faced with a choice, right? I, I could either sit at home on Sunday, mope about the breakup and be disappointed that I didn't get to go to Springbrook with him on a hike. Or I could get my ass out of bed. And I could take myself. And that's what I decided to do. But I'll be honest, this was a very uncomfortable experience for me is when it comes to, you know, like my life outside of business, I don't usually do things on my own. Or at least not things like that. At least not things that are so far out of my comfort zone. 
So when I woke up Sunday morning and jumped in my car to drive an hour to do a hike in a location I have never been before, in some random bush area, <laughs> I was uncomfortable. I was so uncomfortable. I literally almost cried on the drive there. But I blasted my affirmation music. I rolled down the windows and I kept driving forward. And I reminded myself that if I want to step into my goal of traveling to Canada in the next few months, then I'd need to start stretching my comfort zone in some ways before then. And this was the perfect first step to doing so. And guys, let me just say, I felt so empowered after finishing that four kilometer hike. It was the most beautiful experience. When I first stepped foot onto the track, I was very nervous. I positioned myself to be, you know, not too far behind people who had started on the track before me because it felt comfortable to know that, hey, like I'm kind of following someone, so I'm not going to get lost. But then I started to realize, Emily, like you're creating another comfort zone within this new comfort zone already. And so I decided to pause and allow people to get enough distance in front of me that I could really be walking the path on my own. And that was the first good decision I made in that hike. It allowed me to just stop, be fully present, fully soak in my surroundings. And it forced me to really just be with my thoughts as well, which was something that I think I was quite scared of, you know, because I obviously had a lot of thoughts and a lot of emotions coming up for me. And so then I continued on the path and I started to open myself up to connect connect with people who I was passing on the journey, connect with people who were stopping at the same waterfalls as I was stopping at. And I came to the waterfall. It was called Twin Falls, and it's these two waterfalls that stream off this one cliff like twins, right? Hence Twin Falls. And it was beautiful. And I set up myself timer. I was taking selfies of myself, taking photos of myself in front of the waterfall, embracing that, not fearing judgment around that. And then I moved myself down to the water hole where everyone was swimming. And I looked at the water. I packed my swimmers and I looked at the water and I was like, mm, I don't know, that looks a bit uncomfortable. Going for a swim with no one else that I know around all these strangers. And I caught myself in that moment again. And I was like, no, Emily, you need to do this. So I jumped in and oh my goodness, guys, I was hit with a rude shock. That water was like fucking freezing. I am not exaggerating. It felt like I dove head first into an ice bath. And my immediate thought was, get out, Emily, get out of this water. You don't want to be in here. This is so cold. But then I paused and I saw it again, an opportunity to stretch my comfort zone. And so I dunked myself back in, put my shoulders under the water and I sat there and I breathed through the discomfort. I moved myself through like a cold plunge experience. And when I was doing that, there were a couple of people who had joined me in the water hole at that point. And so I started to talk to them. I started to connect with them and I was grateful, you know, to have had that hiking experience on my own so that I could be open to meeting people that I didn't go there with. And there were some beautiful conversations that I had and it was just a really fun experience to be able to have that, you know, depth of connection come up. And then I continued on my path on my own all the way to the end, being present, right? I remember looking up as I walked under another water waterfall as I was uh, making my way back to, to the starting point. 
And I remember looking up and I saw the sun bouncing off the water droplets. And in that moment, like I felt goosebumps go down me and I truly felt so connected and so grateful for life and for nature. And I felt like I was transported, transported into a beautiful, magical place is all I can really say. And so I continued my walk reached the very end it was a circuit so where you started was where you finished and I stood at that same point that I was at a couple hours earlier and I felt a shift I felt that I was a different version of myself than the version of myself who first stepped onto that track I felt more confident within myself I felt so accomplished Right? I had done that thing that was so far out of my comfort zone and I did it all on my own. And so that was just a perfect way for me to begin to prove to myself that I really can do anything that I want to put my mind to. Now, in saying this, there have been so many recent shifts within my personal life over the last month You know, that is really making me seriously believe that the universe is shoving me into the direction of fully stepping into my personal power by fully embracing my independence. And to name a few of these universal shoves that I've had in the past month, it started with completely cutting all of the final ties to my toxic ex from relationship four. And to do so, what that meant was I had to make the hard decision to hand over full ownership of the dog that we shared. And that was a really hard thing for me to do because I was so attached to that dog. Like I loved it with all my heart. And um, the reality was that the decision had to be made. And the reality was I hadn't put any plans in place to be able to take ownership of that dog, you know, finding living situations that would support it. And so this again, like handing over that ownership was a bit of a nudge to me that, hey, Emily, like this is creating space for you to embrace new opportunities. And then I faced the worst anxiety and depression episode of my life, which pushed me again to take major steps forward. And these major steps was to find a psychologist who could help me begin to move through the self-esteem wounds that are deep within me that need to be addressed so that I can fully step into my independence And then, of course, my relationship with boyfriend number five, it progressed to the relationship status of being boyfriend and girlfriend. And then that came to a sudden end within a span of like two weeks, you know, which was really fast tracked, (laughs) which then forced me to release the attachment that, you know, I created to that comfort zone and safety that I felt with him in order to begin to find that within myself. And so then the final thing that I've really been starting to feel the universal shove around the past few days is really realigning my focus to start taking an even greater level of ownership and responsibility for my personal finances, my business, my health, and the vision for this next chapter of my life and what I ultimately want to be creating in this new beginning. And I share these things with you because individually as each began to unfold I didn't quite see how it was all connecting to the big picture and often you never can see how it's connecting to the bigger picture when you're in these individual moments 
But now that I'm able to actually step back and look at the past month, heck, the past like four months, the past 12 months from a bigger perspective, I can now see how everything has been working to really align me to this point that I'm at right now. And so as one chapter is beginning to close, I'm starting to see an abundance of new doors opening. And I'm actually open to embracing and exploring them. So one final thing that I want to leave you with from this episode today is this quote. And this quote is actually my current screensaver because it's something that I want to be reminding myself of daily. So here it is. And suddenly, you know, it's time to start something new and trust the magic of new beginnings. So whatever that might mean for you, whatever new beginnings are beginning to present themselves to you, I want you to trust. I want you to trust in the magic of each of these things and begin to embrace them with open arms so that you can truly see what beautiful and unexpected opportunities await you. So that's a wrap on another episode of the Empower With Them podcast. If you want more from me, then make sure you come say hi over on Instagram at Empower With M and let me know your thoughts on this episode. And if you love the podcast, then don't forget to leave a five-star rating and review to help us grow this platform. Now, before you go, I'm going to leave you with one final question to sit with and take action on stepping away from today's episode. How can you go out into the world today and do something small that will empower those around you in some way? Thank you for listening. Thank you for coming along and I'll see you next episode.